Today is January 19th, 2021, the day before inauguration. Holy shit. Oh, look at that. I completely <laughs> forgot that was happening. Today, today is the last day of Donald Trump's presidency, I just realized. Like, he's hmm. moving out today. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm sure he already moved out, but like, t- like, if he were to stretch it out as long as he could, this would be the day he had to move out. I'm sure he never moved in. Uh, hey, let's go. <laughs> anyways, uh, in keeping yeah. with tradition, we start off with the normal things. Cal, how's it going, man? How's it going? How's it going? I am... Well, I woke up today, and let's see here. Literally, the first thing I wrote in my journal was, I think I'm going to read Catcher in the Rye or 1984. I, I wrote that at like 7 a.m., uh-huh. And so I was like, how can I get my hands on those books? Because those are like the classic English teacher book. Like you read that in high school and I never did. So I just said, I, I need to read those books, I feel like. But I didn't know how to get my hands on it. And I don't think buying books brand new is a good idea. It's like oh, the yeah. same idea. It's the same idea with clothing. It's, there's exactly. already enough. Yeah, there's already enough books printed to where we don't need to print any new old any new, like, we don't need to print old books anymore. They exist already. So I got a membership at the Merced County Library. And I called them and I got 1984. Look at that. There you go. There you go. That I was, was gonna, nice, right? Yeah, I was going to say, I like, as a separate recommendation, because I know some people like to annotate their books. And obviously, you can't do that with rented books. Mm-hmm. You still don't want to pay, like, $15 for, like, a new book. Yeah. And obviously, Kindle is out of the question. Um, this is re- I really love this website. I bought like 15 books from this website. It's called Thrift Books. Have you heard of it? Oh yeah, Thrift Books. Thrift Books. Love I actually that. went on there. I just didn't want to wait today for some reason. No, no, no. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I mean, if you like need to, you know, yeah, that's that totally makes sense. But um, but yeah, man, you you should uh you should find a time to read a uh, Abundance of Catherine's. I think I think they'll. I mean, I just think it's such a feel good book, man. Like after I read that shit, bro, oh, it just made me so. That made me believe in teenage romance. Okay, yeah, I definitely need to check it out because I've just been on a run of like Honestly. low-key dystopian books that are just depressing, man. I need to... Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I re- watch so many movies that leave me smiling, but all the books I've read recently just leave me empty and depressed. So it would be nice oh. to like finish a book and just have a smile on my face and put the book down, you know? Yeah, well, well the thing is with that book as well... Because I'll tell you what happens first. Two friends go on a road trip. I'll, that's all I'll tell you. But I feel like this whole book is something like I can totally imagine happening to you. That's the thing. Like I can totally imagine this plot line happening to you. Really? Because I think I think you share a lot of the similarities between the main character. Mm. Um, in some things. In some things. Um, but yeah, I just feel like this whole plot really like. I can totally imagine if you replace the words Cal Slatin, like it, it's still believable. So I, oh, I think that's cool. Okay, I think, yeah. I think you'll get a kick out of it, but for sure. Okay, um, um, but yeah, dude, I let's see what I wrote here. Um, yeah, I was just really depressed today, and I tried my absolute best to make it better, but I honestly just couldn't. I like uh, it's hard to talk about, but yeah, I just woke up, felt terrible, and then. I was trying to make it better. So I, I I looked at my dog and I was like, maybe we can make this better. So I just took my dog and I was like, I'm just going to go hike. 
And uh, I went to Snelling, you know, the go-to Hell yeah. Hell depression yeah. spot. <laughs> and I brought my dog with me and we just hiked a trail. And she's old, so we couldn't go that far. And I was kind of worried about her. So then we turned around, went home. And it was really hot, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, and then, and then this, something about the sun just bothered me today. I don't know about you, but I don't like when the sun's too bright. It, it just bothers me for some reason. Like I like a little bit of cloud or the sun being a little dimmer because when it's super bright, I don't know why I hate it so much. I can't really tell you why. I just do. Wait, you know, actually, that I agree with that because my my. If you're talking about like our ideal sky, yeah. mine are those that have like the single clouds, you know, mm-hmm. like a single, like they, they're really crisp. Like you can see the outline of the yeah. clouds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also like it's blue and it's bright, but you don't know where the sun is. Yeah, I know what you're talking, what I'm talking about. about. Like like you, you can't pinpoint where the source of all this beautiful light is, but it's yes. just there. Yes. It's, it's as if like the whole sky is like backlit somehow. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm a believer in the sun needs to be diffused. Like, you can't take direct sunlight without it kind of bothering you. So it's always nice to have a little bit of cloudage, of course. And mm. today there was none. So it was just extremely hot. The sunlight was direct. It almost felt like it was just singeing me. But mm-hmm. um, and then I went home and I was just like really down about the future for some reason. Like in every, in every part of the future, like I was to begin with, I was just thinking a day ahead and I'm like, I have work tomorrow. And it just made me want to clench my fist and smash something. And I don't know why, because recently I've enjoyed work and I've actually like looked forward to it. But for some reason why today I just hate the idea of going to work. And then the, uh, skip forward, uh, sorry. Okay, so then I then I was, yeah, and and then I just started to think about like the broader future, not just a day ahead, but like the years ahead, and like I really want to, like I have an idea of what it looks like, and yet like I feel like it's impossible. For some reason, why I just I, I think of the future and I just like no, like I just can't believe it. I well, just for some reason why I can't believe it. Let's talk about that a bit. Like, I mean, when you picture it, what do you picture? Well, so it's hard to think of like specific things that are going to happen. Obviously, specifics like don't exist in in imagining the future. But like, I just to name some words, like I imagine visiting waterfalls and like going to beaches and going to see some like orchestras play and socializing like no longer living this fucking solitary lifestyle (sighs) and then um yeah i'm just imagining myself like i'm being in nature more often i imagine myself being free of these drug addicts (laughs) and you know just neglect and i imagine myself like just reading a lot more and uh I don't know why it's yeah. so hard to record right now. I just don't feel good. No, you're good, man. Like here, I I can I can take over the reins a little bit, but it, you know, I think the, the the most brilliant piece of advice you've ever given me. I mean, you've given me a lot of brilliant advice, to be fair. But the one that I remember the most, we were talking about, uh, we were talking about like 
this is gonna sound so fucking cliche, but we were talking about our feelings <laughs> during one recording. But um, you said like, cause cause I was like so annoyed with myself to like be consumed by by doubt and anxiety, and you were like, you were talking about a moment where you just like felt it all, like you wanted to feel it all, like you wanted to feel all the all the grief slash depression in a in a moment, right? Like yeah. you you let it in, and man, I tried that, you know, like. I was like procrastinating one day and I was like, shit, man, why am I like, I really thought about like, why am I procrastinating? It's like, okay, well I'm insecure about whether or not I can complete this big task correctly. And, and, and yeah, I just didn't want to feel that insecurity. So what did I do? I just numbed it by, but instead I was just like, yo, let me just feel this insecurity for a moment. Just, let me just really fucking think about this for a second. I feel insecure about my task and yeah man that helped and I, I i i'm not saying this for like to just throw it back at you say like you should do this but what i'm saying is that well for one i think i think you need to hear this more but you really have a positive impact on other people if not just me like guaranteed me and i'm sure others as well and i think i think you shouldn't forget that like i think a lot of times we kind of forget that we live outside our own bodies too that everything we do is just, you know, related to yourself. You know, shit that you do. I'm sure, like, dude, I, I was talking to Wendy the other day. Everyone, not in just your Starbucks, but everyone around all says that you're fucking cool and dope. <laughs> um, like, it's, it's kind of funny because, like, one of your co-workers, I forgot what his name was, but one of your co-workers at, at your Starbucks went to Wendy's Starbucks for a drive through and they were talking about you. It was like, yo, man, how's Cal doing? And he's like, yeah, he's pretty cool, dude. We all love him. And like, dude, that's just so cool, man. Like, and then that reached me somehow. Like your 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 influence is able to what bound three steps across across individuals. That's just so fucking cool, man. Like that that shit, that shit oftentimes goes unnoticed. But you gotta be aware of that, man. Like yeah. That's well, it's just, good to know because I I did feel really like unwanted at work these last few shifts. So, well, definitely don't use the customers as a as a uh, as an indicator whether or not you're yeah, wanted because yeah. customers are not in many cases they're not they barely act as humans with empathy. So, yeah, think of it through coworkers and, and and such like that. Yeah, don't don't never use customers as a judge judgment on your own character or your own likability because uh you know if we were to do the same for customers and everyone's a douchebag so yeah. yeah yeah but yeah i mean like i don't know i i think here's the thing one thing i'm scared of is like i i also imagine about my future a lot like these vague scenarios and scenes like in a movie yeah it's exactly like what i was part. doing i wrote them all down yeah yeah like like i don't know why man i i, I swear to god i imagine myself in new york city not not living there, maybe. I don't even know. But I just see myself walking in the street as if I know that place. You know how like when you know a place, you walk with a certain level of confidence, I guess? Like, you know, when you're a yes. tourist. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When you're a tourist, you're just reluctant, confused. Everything's just flying by. But when you know a place. Right. You, you kind of own it. it. You do. You do. Yeah. Yeah, like a good example is when we both went to Snelling to visit the dam, right? Like for me, I was kind of picking my way through things, looking around, and you were just like, yo, I know this place. I'm, every step <laughs> is with an idea behind it. Yeah. 
I, I always picture that. Like for some reason, New York City, I, I will know in the future. And dude, also this other scene, it's, mm. oh, it's one of my favorite false memories because it doesn't exist yet. But I imagine myself as a teacher at Crookshank, do you know, you know how like inside you can like go into, well, it's kind of like our Octo, right? Where we record, where like some yeah. classes are connected and there's like a middle pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I imagine I'm at one of those Crookshank pods, right? Not the Merced High pods, but the Crookshank pods. Oh, hold on. I think, oh God. Hold one, one second. Works, okay, continue. Works. Sorry. Um, my headphones got unplugged and it like ear raped me, but continue. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I myself, yeah, I'm in the Crookshank pod, and I, there's a there's a whole podcast studio, right? Okay. And I I'm I'm running a podcast, literally just called Lunchtime, where I just open my door, I open my classroom door, and just let anyone, any student come in. They take the seat, and we just fucking talk, man. We're just like, "Yo, what'd you eat for lunch?" And like that, I was like, "Bro, hear me out, man. I just saw this rocket ship launch from SpaceX." Bro, what do you think, man? Like Mars, that's so fucking wild. Well, I wouldn't be like swearing or anything, but like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Invite a, invite a random ass middle schooler. Okay, he, I mean, they could be my student. I don't know, but like, yeah. Well, maybe like two or three, just random people that can walk through my door and say, "Hey, hey, Mister Chen, let's podcast." I'm like, I bet. And just sit down, podcast. Boom, there you go. Lunchtime podcast, and we can maybe even eat and talk. Wow. And then I do that every... I, and I, I love those false memories. Like, for some reason, why they get me hopeful. But, like, when I'm depressed, I, I get afraid of not living them out. Well, yeah, and that's 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 the double-edged sword of, of all of this, right? Because, like, if you really think about it, how likely are these false memories to ever occur, right? Because our brain is so good at creating these ideal situations. And we know that life isn't ideal, Right, we know that life will never give us what we ever want to a, to the to the hundred percent degree that we imagine it, and you know it's that common movie theme, right? How like the protagonist imagines the future and gets to it, and it's not that bright or or shiny. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of the downsides of these types of memories is that I think I think maybe they become more beautiful when you know that they can never truly occur the way you imagine it you know it's like how you wish life could be but you know it won't and i don't know i mean you can either take that as like a depressing fact or i think you can kind of take it as a as a beautiful fact that that the brain is so pure yeah to to create these scenarios yeah i remember my first time ever listening to uh claire de lune Mm. i i literally my brain just manufactured like the purest false memory. And it was just, it's so fitting for that song as well. But I just, I don't know, definitely was in Europe and it definitely was uh, a country with history because we were on like these, I was on these really, really old cobblestone um, sidewalk. And it was just that perfect time of night and the lights just turned on. And it was all these old Victorian lights from like, the 1600s ah, and it just i was just walking strolling through the city and everything was victorian and like it was ju- it just got done raining so the the ground was just reflecting all the lights from those you know victorian lamps and just that song was playing and it was just like coming out of a room that was just on the street and i was just like ah why does that exist like why did my brain do that to me 
Mm. And I, it's just hard to say, like, it's like I want to go fly out to Europe and recreate it right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I can or if it's worth cool. it or if it's even the right thing to do. Yeah, and I, I think, and again, you know, I'm, I'm not an old wise guy, but I, I, I truly believe that thinking that such an, such a thing can occur is, is not productive because it can't. Your brain is too perfect for life to possibly recreate it, right? Your mind is, is too, is too perfect, and too idealistic. And this is everyone's brain. It overestimates the capacities of life, and. You know, I think that's actually necessary, right? It's kind of like shooting for, you know, shooting for the stars and landing on the moon. Y- you know, I-, I think having your brain be able to conjure up the starry sky is important for you to end up on the moon and mm-hmm. live a life that's still up there. Right? But, the, but the question is, is, is making it to the moon actually a worse thing than reaching the stars? Well, well, here's the thing. You won't reach the stars. No one ever will. But so, but is it is it a, is it worse? Is is are you settling for the moon, or is it just a different experience rather than a better or worse one? Well, I think you know it's like the it's like the absolute scale versus the relative scale. On the absolute scale, the moon is a great place to land on. But sure, on the relative scale, yes, you're losing some of the luster. But I think it's worth it. You know, I think it's worth to see the moon in a slightly different light than to never you know to never land on it. You know, like. At the end of the day, that's long-term wise. If you, okay, sure. If you, if you don't kind of ground yourself and, and you just stay on earth, right? No matter how, how you spin it, sure, you won't, get the, you won't get the dissatisfaction of knowing that you'll never reach the stars. But at the end of the day, you're still on earth. <laughs> mm. Like, mm. You know, I mean, maybe there's another way to put it or, or maybe that I'm just outright wrong. But I just think... I just think, you know, these these ideal situations, you know, they're unrealistic, but they're important. Yeah, know? it's but it's just like I I've never been one to find comfort in like nihilism. Like some people almost like they just live life and, and think that everything's terrible, but like almost in a way that just comforts them. Like they they see the worst in every situation, yet they're happy. Well, I wouldn't classify this as nihilism per se, though, because like what I'm saying is it's more like a practical viewpoint, right? And and I think practicality is is important for this situation because it defends the mind from destroying itself. Because if if we all expect perfection in life, we're doomed for disappointment. Mm. You know, so my point of view is just simply: sure, you can embrace these perfect thoughts but be practical with, with how imperfect it will end up. Mm. Right. I'm not saying that whatever your fondest memory of it is just think about the worst possible situation. That's going to be the reality. Like, I don't think that's a good way to think either. Yeah. But I think a good way to think is just simply, you know, live life in your mind the way, the way it's meant to be and then enjoy life as it's given to you. Uh, I like that. Yeah. You know, like like take both both of its benefits. You yeah. Know, take take life as it's lived as it is at face value and enjoy it. And at the same time, you know, take vacations in your mind. You know, enjoy enjoy the enjoy how brilliant the mind can conjure up beautiful scenarios. And you know, eat them like dessert. 
you know, eat them like like guilty desserts that that you you know you're not supposed to eat yet still be able to enjoy, and then just return to living life and and knowing that it's the one that's been given to you, and you have no choice but to enjoy it. Actually, you do have a choice. You have a choice to enjoy it, or you have a choice to say, "Man, fuck this, dude. This is not this is not how I imagined it." Like, yeah, yeah. You know, and I think I think it's I think it's a I think it's a beautiful thing how music can 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 make us. You know, I was just thinking as you were talking, we should make a podcast or or maybe do this on the house going as an experiment. Mm. Just fucking like play a nice piece of music, like like something from Sadie. You know, the one that's like really simple, like oh, I fucking can't sing it. But (laughs) um, I, I don't know. I think we should like play a song, right? Play a beautiful kind of nostalgic song. Yeah, and we each take turns. Like just just talking about like what this song brings up as a false memory. We can maybe. Call oh, I would love memories. to. I would love to because I mean, that's ah, I do my best writing when I think about a certain song. Playing like I, I play a song in my head and then and then I let the story just manifest. That's the way to do it. I mean, that's how Quentin Tarantino writes all of his screenplays. Is he just locks himself in a room and with tons of records and he just plays them and writes whatever the record whatever the records tell him to write he writes it and then ends up with a beautiful story yeah i think we should try that let's let's try that for the next uh how's it going just 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 experiment with uh no would we run into copyright would we run into copyright issues no i don't think so especially if it's classical music all that's open sourced or open domain oh it is uh, uh, but so if we're listening to like 80s music then yeah then we then we might oh yeah obviously music. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, let's, let's, music let's, out anyways. yeah let's let's start off with classical you know it's like 300 year old pieces of music that you know give us maybe we can each pick one and then like or or ooh, how about this we each pick one for each other so then we don't know like about it earlier so we like everything's on the spot fresh otherwise mm. we have like, preconceived notions coming in and yeah we already all right so we each pick a nice piece of music. I feel like that would, that would improve our writing as well. I mean, I that mean, can't be anything but beneficial. Oh yeah, and I think it's just fun, you know. Like false oh, memories yeah. are are beautiful to just experience, you know. I know, and, and, and false memories do give you that inspiration on ways to live your actual life. Exactly. Like, yeah. Honestly, if you really think about it, what is the difference between experiencing like real life and imagining life? Like, I mean, there is none really. Yeah, like, I mean, yes, I guess like some, you can argue like the sensory parts of it, but really, if you think about like the fundamentals, like how could you have a false memory, right? You've never experienced it, yet the memory occurred. Like, like mm, holy shit, there is no difference between a memory and a false memory. Yeah, if you really think about it, but one was just oh my god, what? one the what? brain conjured up without any need for yeah. senses or whatever, but but like you know any other memory is just like. Huh, what did, what did we sense? Like, what did we perceive? And then by the right. time you think about it a year later, it's just as valid as a false memory. Yeah, like I've never been to Paris, but I can totally, I can kind of feel the air. <laughs> yeah. I can feel the air. Like it's kind of crisp. Yeah. Like it's at nighttime. I can see the Eiffel Tower. I can smell some, like some baked bread and shit. Oh, hell yeah. Like, sh- sure, I've never been to Paris, yet I have a wonderfully conjured up memory of it. Like shit, man. Like, who cares if I've never lived it? I still get to enjoy it. So false. Yeah, I, I mean, I I have a more vivid memory of me like visiting waterfalls I've never seen than actually being in Times Square. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, 
So false memories are are, are great in that sense, you know. They yeah. they they technically offer up a uh, an infinite infinite body if you think about it. Dude, yeah, all our mind really does is is just a machine in a in a motor that spits out memories and some of them, yeah, are inspired by the things we touch and hear and mm-hmm. see in the moment and others are just conjured up in our sleep. Yeah, it just depends on the song. Exactly. Depends on the fuel you give the machine if it's real life or or your imagination. The fuel is the same. Well, the fuel is different, but it still still churns out the same motions. Yeah. You know, so so yeah, I, I think I think I think that'll be a great idea. Let's let's do that. We'll we'll each pick a classical piece. I already have one in mind. Um I think I think you'll like this one, but yeah, let's do that for the next uh I have one year. in mind as well. All right, all right, nice. Oh, nice, I, nice. I just made a huge classical playlist too, so this is just so fitting. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. nice for sure. Um, and also, David, I haven't got around to you yet. I definitely want to know how you're doing, though. Yeah, I mean, I think I think today. You know, it's kind of funny. Today didn't start off well. Today definitely didn't start well. I overslept. Really? I was supposed to wake up at seven o'clock for a because uh, it's ten o'clock over in the East Coast, and there's like I'm checking out this class that's. Uh, that's called <laughs> that's called happiness. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of relevant, I guess. To our discussion. It's literally just called happiness. Philosophy twenty. It's a course on happiness, and and uh-huh. and the first question that they pose is, do we do we do we deserve it? Like, do we deserve happiness? I don't know what that would mean, but I don't know. It sounds interesting, anyways. But there, today was like a course preview, right? And the professor was going to talk about like what he's going to teach and shit. And it was scheduled for 7 a.m. And I don't know why. I remember like this alarm clock scaring me, but like in my dream. So I just oh, never. God. Yeah. I, just, I never. So I turned it off in my dream. But so I woke up at like 7.30 and I, I fucking boosted my way. That's the benefit of online. You just like, I literally just woke up and just ran to my chair and then sat down, opened the computer and there was I. But um, yeah, it was basically over by then, but. Yeah, so that felt bad, and I was like, "Ah, oh, shit." Okay, so I didn't really do much. I just went back to bed and just kind of fucked around my phone. That's why I'm at two hours and fifty six minutes. So I'm I'm not gonna I'm try I'm gonna try not to like touch my phone at all. Hopefully, I won't I won't go over three hours. Um, oh, I definitely won't. But hopefully, I won't like fuck up at all. But um, yeah. And as the day went on, um, I just decided to take a drive at eleven. Like I just hopped in my car and just took a drive. Went through Mainstream, uh, Main Street, Bear Creek, and just came back and just felt, yeah, a lot better. Oh, that's nice. So, There's um, nothing better than turning around a shitty morning. It's it's rare, but when it happens, it's great. Yeah, I wonder. Oh shit! Yeah, I meditated. Well, I guided meditated. Um, yeah, because there was a meditation on there called Focus. I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I kind of need that right now. So I, so I focused and like I meditated, and and you know, it was a really calm voice that guided me. And then yeah, afterwards I, I left the I came out of the meditation. I was like, man, I sh- I just need to go drive. So I did, and yeah, I came back and was super productive. And and I read some articles for my science research gig. And I just f- I finished a uh, meeting with my with uh, this graduate student I'm working with. And yeah, the meeting was just so interesting. Like we were, you know, we t- we talked about a bunch of interesting stuff and. Um, and yeah, you know, it, nothing's more satisfying than the feeling of like that energy when you're learning something interesting or, or learning something that's that you have passion for. 
and it just felt good. And I haven't, I honestly, I haven't felt that way in a long time. Really? Disappointingly, like, shit, not even in my classes, to be honest. No, I've definitely felt that way occasionally, like in in beautiful sparks, like like these these short sparks of moments, but never for like an hour. Right? It was maybe like I read something shortly, and for like thirty seconds, I was like, "Oh my fucking god, that's so cool." <laughs> but then, but then that's it. But like this was like a solid hour. So like imagine like there's like a drug that you take that gives you like a thirty second high. But then suddenly you find one that's like an hour high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's the best metaphor. But yeah, so came out of that, felt great. And then, yeah, afterwards, I don't know what came up with me. I just decided to go wash my clothes. and did some laundry. And then and then afterwards, um, came back. And now here I am recording a podcast. So today's one of those few examples of a day that I was able to reverse. Um, I like that. Yeah, I mean, it's. I feel like I, I find myself falling off the cliff rather than climbing up it. So uh, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. And I definitely need to do that tomorrow. <laughs> and even if my morning's bad, I got to just push yeah. through and make it a good day. Yeah, definitely recommend. Honestly recommend like just a meditation. Like now that you have a headspace subscription, just like do like a 10 minute one. Just, just fucking sit in a chair and just listen to it. Yeah. I mean, today would have been a perfect day for meditation, but it, for some reason why it just didn't cross my mind. Like I find myself just forgetting about that. Or maybe I just have like no motivation because my depressed self thinks that it won't help. Mm. And it's just, well, I know, but it's, that's my depressed self telling me that. So it's almost like I need, my, I need to take control mm-hmm. and just it's fucking also, meditate. Yeah. It's also habit, you know, just do it for today. Do it for tomorrow. And before you know it, you'll just, it's like it's like brushing your teeth, you know. It's like shit, man. If you didn't brush your teeth today, it just feels weird, you know. Like something's missing. Like yeah. If we can get to that point, not only for like maybe the forest app is a great habit, screen time checks is a good habit, stuff like that. That that's why I really want to keep this. Like maybe like one day, we're like, man, I just feel like something's off today. It's like, oh shit, yeah, that's right. I didn't set my <laughs> screen time. Oh yeah, yeah you know so to be able to develop habit but yeah the the, the first few weeks slash months of developing a habit are always excruciating because any moment <laughs> you can fall off the train yep yeah so just, just yeah just do it tomorrow. Then you soon, know soon it's muscle memory permanent muscle memory so yeah and maybe maybe just like uh, you know what I'm, from now on i'll just like text you after i meditate like yo i just meditated I don't know. Maybe that will. <laughs> yeah. You're done. Yeah. You're done. You can text me. Like, yo, I just just fucking meditated. <laughs> yeah, also, it's just it's just nice. Like, I don't. I mean, I don't know if you struggle with this as much as me, but just the solitary life ruins me. And and these little like, even though they're brief, but just just knowing that like I'm acknowledged, like someone thought about me, like whether I just sent you my screen time or you you sent me something or like. Molly and I sent us, I sent Molly a text. Like for me, those make me feel even if just a little, just less lonely. And that's very important for me. So that's why I love those text messages and those screen time shares. And obviously they just, you know, help us live a more productive lifestyle. So, (sighs) but with that, you think you're good? I think that was a, yeah, I think it was a good. Honestly, that was a really good episode. Like we, we, you know, we were able to talk about some interesting shit, come up with an interesting idea. Yeah, that's all we can really ask for for an episode like this. And I feel a lot better. And that's like the main thing is like yeah. before this, before I spoke into this mic, I felt like shit. And now I'm ready to go about my night. Yeah, for sure, man. Let's plant a tree and 
read, maybe meditate, and yeah, I think, I think, I think if you, if we do that three, how about this? Let's just call this like that. We were we were able to accomplish one thing. We were able to make a great episode for how's it going. Now all we need to do is get some water, meditate, read a little, and if we can do that, do those three extra things. Let's fucking call this day a dub. All right. I, think, I like I think, that. I think that's a dub right there. If we can do that, those three, that's a dub. Doesn't matter what else happens. I call that a dub. All right. All right. Let's do well, it. I suppose that's that's what we have here on this historic day on January nineteenth, twenty twenty one. We'll see you uh, when we conjure up some fake memories. Yeah, I just realized the next time we record, Joe Biden's gonna be our president, and you're gonna be in Boston. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have a new president, and you'll be all the way across the country. So <laughs> we have yep. some some pretty transformative things going on. Yeah. All righty. Cool. I'll see. Uh, yeah, yeah. One nineteen twenty twenty one January nineteenth twenty twenty one whatever. <laughs> I'll see. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one.